The LA Clippers have officially signed Kawhi Leonard to an extension for three years, $152 million. This comes before the end of the season, midway through the season. Seemed like we all thought it was going to be after the season to see if they could stay healthy for the playoffs. In this episode, I'm going to be breaking down all the terms of the extension, its pros and cons, and looking ahead to the game against the Memphis Grizzlies on Friday on today's Locked On Clippers. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir, you are locking in with the Clips. Thank you for making Locked On Clippers the first listen of your day, your team every day. I'm your host, Darian Vaziri, born and raised in L.A. and in my 19th season as a Clipper fan. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dime Dropper Pod and subscribe to my own YouTube channel, Dime Dropper, for even more L.A. Clipper and L.A. sports content. And Locked On Clippers is free and available wherever you get your podcasts including YouTube, where I want you to let me know how you feel about the extension news to Kawhi Leonard. It is big news. I'm not going to lie. It really shocked me when it came out on Wednesday, and I will explain why. And we're going to be getting into every single thing about the extension, how I felt about it, how you can feel about it. I know there's going to be fans feeling different sorts of ways, the pros and cons. We'll get into all of it, and then we're going to end with talking a little bit about the game on Friday against the Memphis Grizzlies. And this episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Get a Jace case. It might save your life. JaceCase.com and use offer code Locked On to get $20 off your order. The Jace case packs five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, so make sure you get it to be safe for any situation. All right, so the Clippers have officially signed Kawhi Leonard to a three-year, 152.4 million dollar contract extension, which will keep him under contract through the 2026-27 season. So yes, this means Kawhi Leonard is officially opting out, or there's no, and he's not opting into that last year of his deal. That first year in the Intuit Dome, next year, he is instead signing a new deal for three years. That will begin next season. So 2024-25, 25-26, and 26-27. My first thought was we signed, we re-signed Kawhi Leonard, and we haven't even had a full, uh, fully healthy playoff run. That was my first thought when I woke up and saw that news. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe we did this. I can't believe we did this. I obviously think Kawhi is the key to our championship hopes. He is one of the best players in the league. He is the best player the Clippers have ever had in terms of how good of a basketball player he is. I still believe he's not the greatest Clipper of all time yet till he accomplishes more as a Clipper. And with this extension, hopefully he will do so. But I'm not going to lie, y'all. I don't mean to sound like a negative Nancy. I I will get into more depth about the terms of it because... I didn't hear all the terms of it when I first saw that news. So my initial reaction was three years. Okay, it's not too crazy. That's not a max deal. So that is not a max contract. You can get up to $60 million these days. So it's not a max, right? So he took a little bit less. And I'm going to get into why and, and the exact you know, 
numeric stuff with that, but I was nervous. I thought we were going to wait to re-sign Paul George and Kawhi after they proved that they could stay healthy for a playoff run. Not just 39 games into the season or 38 games into the season when this was announced. It makes me a little nervous because what if the injury bug does hit? And I'm not trying to speak that into existence, obviously. And you know the whole jinxing thing can't be used on me this year because I've been mentioning the injury stuff every episode, knocking on wood. And for whatever reason, it's working better than ever. So, you know, it's not off limits for me to mention this. That concerns me. Now, I'm hoping and I'm praying that after a torn ACL and a torn meniscus, we won't get any serious injuries again for Kawhi Leonard as a Clipper. But if there is, you're just, we've already given Kawhi Leonard a lot of money since he's been a Clipper. We've extended him once in, 20, in the summer of 2021 after he had torn his ACL, which was a big sign of faith in the organization. Obviously, what else are we going to do, right? We're not going to just let him walk. But we extended him even on a torn ACL. And now we've extended him, even though he hasn't really shown that he can stay healthy for a full playoff run and throughout a full season for us. So at the end of the day, it's a big trust in the Clipper organization, a big level of trust shown by the Clippers organization in Kawhi Leonard saying, we believe in your health and we believe that all it's going to take is a healthy playoff run or two and we will get to the promised land because he's still playing at such an exceptionally high level. And I think seeing the way he's playing this year and seeing that he's been healthy has made them say, okay, we feel comfortable doing this. We feel comfortable that Kawhi Leonard is going to be healthy and we want to keep the best player we've ever had in this organization and have him through the Intuit Dome opening. And that was the whole thing, right? What was the alternative? Of course, we could have just entered the offseason with, let's see what's going to happen with Kawhi. Is he going to get a new contract? Is he going to opt in? Is he going to opt out? All this different stuff. That stuff could have been discussed in the summer. But in by doing this, you remove all those conversations at the end of the year that could be more stressful depending on how the season goes. Now you have a commitment from him. You have a mutual understanding between the organization and him. So now you don't have that kind of drama. And it sets the stage for running it back. Now, running it back, that really, your feelings on that may differ. I know there's people that are like, we got to prove something or else maybe we should go a different direction. There's also people that think we have to keep going with this. What other choice do we have? We don't have picks. We're moving into a new arena. We can't rebuild going into a new arena. And I've told you guys several times, Steve Ballmer said to the fans, we are not going to rebuild when he is the owner. We could retool, but we're not going to rebuild. Anything involving Kawhi Leonard's removal from this team is a rebuild. That is not a retool. You retool around a Kawhi, around a Paul George. You can maybe say getting James Harden was a retool. I don't really think so. But rebuilding would mean getting rid of this 2-1-3 era and ending it. And that's not going to happen going into a new arena. And the sad part is, no matter, and I, I don't know if, sad part, in my opinion, is even if this season is a disaster in the end, it's not looking like it's going to be right now, but even if it is, the Clippers are still committed to running this back, the 2-1-3 era, going into the Intuit Dome. You know, if you recall, I said before this season, I think the Clippers should blow it up and go a different direction because I don't trust the health of Kawhi and Paul. 
And I could be extremely and happily wrong on that. As I've said, what it seems like with the Clippers, whatever I say, the opposite happens. Like in 2020, I said we're going to win the championship and we got embarrassed 3-1 lead to Denver. 2021, I don't think we're going to make the conference finals. We break the curse. 2023, I said on this podcast when I started becoming a host, we're winning 60 games, we're winning the championship. Not even close. This season, I had no faith at all. Westbrook and Harden, I was not happy to sign and get or getting either of them, and they've both been fantastic. So it turns out that I am the Charles Barkley of Clipper predictions. So the Kawhi Leonard man, the man, the Kawhi, Mr. Leonard, has officially re-signed with the Clippers for three years, $152 million. They have done it now before the season. So my takeaway is, wow. I can't believe we signed him before the playoffs. I can't believe we did this in the middle of the season. Let me know how you think about what you think about that. But coming up, going to be getting into the actual meat and potatoes about this contract. The pros, the cons, what I realized after hearing all the details. You won't want to miss it. Going to be talking about that coming up. I got to tell you a little something about Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life. But can we talk just for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if my sister or one of my parents got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from the life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your first order. All right. So... The Clippers have officially re-signed Kawhi Leonard to a three-year, $152.4 million contract extension. Now, here are the pros and cons to this deal. The cons, I mean, there's really not that many cons except for we re-signed Kawhi, who's an injury risk and hasn't proven he can stay healthy for a full playoff run since the bubble before it, before he's proven it. So that's the con, like th- that we've taken a risk if he gets hurt. We could be stuck with this. We could be stuck with this for a couple of years and that contract becomes hard to move because teams are scared of his health. Now, here are the pros, and there are a lot of them actually. First off, Kawhi Leonard took an $8.5 million discount to re-sign with the Clippers. $8.5 million. Why is that? Because under the new CBA it is harder to keep a team together with multiple stars and have a good supporting cast. It's just hard financially to do this now. That was the whole point of the new CBA, Adam Silver, the league. They're trying to prevent dynasties. They want parity. They want 
you know, as you saw with the Denver Nuggets, right? They lost Bruce Brown. They couldn't really keep their whole team together because the Indiana Pacers paid him over $20 million a year. Now, for Kawhi, he's clearly doing this because he wants his boys, Paul George and James Harden, who's an unrestricted free agent after this season, to re-sign. So him taking a pay cut is to keep the team together. He wants to run this back. Now, your opinion of the 2-1-3 era, that will dictate whether or not you think this is good or bad. But the way the team is looking right now, it seems like everybody was happy about it, at least on Twitter. I know Twitter is not the real world. I know the comment section for Locked On is not the real world. And I know that people in my Locked On comment section were more ready to blow this up in the offseason than people on Twitter. People on Twitter are very committed to the 213 era. I just want what I think is best for the team. And I know that Kawhi Leonard is the best chance the Clippers have of winning a championship. But when he's injured, it feels like the Clippers are so far and far away. Now, right now, he is not injured. He is playing at a high level. He is doing what I did not think he could do and play. I mean, I remember on this show, I said, call me when Kawhi Leonard plays 10 straight games. Well, he has destroyed that. It's almost like he's been listening. So that's amazing. I just can't believe the night and day difference from last season that we couldn't really get Kawhi to play 10 straight games. And now he's played... 35 out of 39 it's it's really just incredible i'm sorry 33 out of 37 it's really just incredible but clippers are 24 and 13 right now they're feeling really good about the team so they're saying you know what let's bring it back and as i said going into the new stadium steve bomber wants to wants to headline this arena with stars the alternatives are this right if you want to uh, the alternatives are you don't re-sign him and Kawhi opts into the contract next year with Paul George, and they do one more year at the Intuit Dome, right? The other alternative is they opt out and they start exploring the free agency market. But here's the thing. I only believe that that would have been happening if the Clippers didn't want them back. They want to be here. They chose to be here. They've already extended their contracts here. They are in their home community, you know? They're both in Southern California, which they want to be. So, And the Clippers have given them everything. You know, from the second, before Kawhi Leonard even put the jersey on, trading our whole future to get his boy in Paul George, to get him that second star. And then every single point guard that we've tried, that because they've wanted a point guard. Lawrence Frank clearly was of the belief that we can just go with wings and have that wing stop sort of thing. But they wanted a point guard. We tried John Wall. We tried Rajon Rondo. We even brought in Eric Bledsoe, who wasn't really for that purpose. We, we, that was just a Patrick Beverly replacement that we wanted to be more available. Then we brought in John Wall. Then we brought in Westbrook. Now, finally, James Harden. So we've given Paul George and Kawhi Leonard everything. We gave Paul George a contract extension after he choked in the bubble. We gave Kawhi Leonard a contract extension after he tore his ACL. We gave Kawhi Leonard a contract extension after he hasn't really been able to put it together in the playoffs healthy for us, and we gave it to him in the middle of the season. So we are showing a lot of faith in these guys. We are committed to these guys. Lawrence Frank, Steve Ballmer, they have done their best to make them feel comfortable here. And Kawhi Leonard, you know, for a guy that left San Antonio and left Toronto after one year, I think it says a lot that he wants to stay here. And I also think it says a lot about the Clippers that we've come so far that a player of Kawhi Leonard's stature, despite what you want to say about his Clipper tenure and whether you think he's accomplished enough yet or not, the fact that the Clippers are re-signing twice 
a player of Kawhi Leonard's caliber, a top 75 player, future Hall of Famer, finals MVP, best player on a championship team, two-time finals MVP, and a best player on a championship team in 2019 to multiple extensions, that just shows how far the Clippers have come as, as an organization. Because I remember the days where guys like Steve Blake, Steve Blake were like, I don't know if I'm coming back on, to this team. Where it was an embarrassment to continue to play for this team. Steve Ballmer has single-handedly changed that. Oh, I don't want to say single-handedly because Blake Griffin and Chris Paul, they really changed things. They changed what the Clippers could look like. They, they showed that they can be a consistent 50-plus win, winning, 50 plus win team year in, year out. Even with Donald Sterling as owner. And they continued in the early Ballmer uh, years. So... It just shows that the Clippers have come a long way as an organization. They're not your daddy's Clippers. And if this contract, if Kawhi plays this contract out, he will be a Clipper for eight years, which is crazy to think about. Eight years. That would be his longest tenure with any franchise, which would be amazing. I would love to say that we had Kawhi for the most time, but I also want to be one of the franchises that wins with Kawhi Leonard, wins it all, like San Antonio and Toronto. But what else on this deal, right? So with the $8.5 million discount, as I mentioned, this lets Paul George and James Harden have a chance to re-sign. Also, and the Clippers stay under the second tax apron. Also, Kawhi will be making less than Carl Anthony Towns and Bradley Beal with this contract. Kawhi Leonard will. That's huge. Because in today's market, these contracts are crazy. Kawhi Leonard is a player that can get the max. And he purposely didn't to try to keep the big three together. That's big time commitment from your star player. And after the game, Paul George said that, you know, you love to, I don't have his exact words, but basically you love to see it. And we're hoping we can get something done on my end soon. And Kawhi Leonard said, I think now that I'm, you know, that I signed that, I am the, it's going to keep our team together. I think the other guys are going to want to stay as well. So clearly the goal is to keep them together going into the Intuit Dome and have Kawhi, James Harden, and Paul George open up that new arena so you'll know there's not, not going to be any problem with attendance or anything like that. But yeah, Kawhi was eligible for an extension up to four years, $220 million, which is basically in the ballpark of $80 million a year, 80 160 Actually, no, that, my math is off there. That would be 310 But basically, $60 million per year. Something like that. 55 to $60 million per year you could have gotten. So I am very satisfied with the contract in terms of the money. And here's the thing, right? It's not actually a crazy contract. It's a three-year contract. It's not a max. It's not a one plus one. So worse comes to worse. If the Clippers do want to go a different direction and they say, you know what, this 213 error is not working out, I actually think this contract is more tradable than any other situation they had. So actually, it is good to have him down for long-term money. And then you avoid the drama at the end of a season with these kind of discussions. So that's the pro. I've already mentioned the cons. It's the injury stuff, clearly. But Kawhi Leonard is officially back. And let me tell you something. If he continues to play at this level, this is going to look like a foolish discussion that it's even being debated whether or not it was a good extension. He is one of the best players in the league. And Lawrence Frank said it best. And he dropped a bar on this one. He said, a lot of people can get injured. Not a lot of guys can be a top five player. And that's true. That's true. The thing is, we're just holding on. And you got to give the Clippers organization credit. They're keeping the maximum amount of faith in Kawhi to be healthy for one playoff run. Because if he is, 
We might get what we've always wanted. We might get the vision that I envisioned the second we got Kawhi on July 5th, 2019, that he is going to take over playoff games in front of a Clipper crowd, and it's going to be absolutely magical. Adrian Wojnarowski reports that the deal includes $52 million in Kawhi's first year and approximately $50 million a season over the next two years. And here's another key. There's no player option. None. So there's no... He has to opt in or opt out. He, the Clippers and Kawhi have committed to each other for these next three years. So none of that stuff about opting in or opting out, like what would have happened at the end of this season. And yeah, that is a serious step towards keeping James Harden, Paul George, and himself together and all under the second tax apron. And in addition, the Clippers still have salary enough that they can put some guys together like P.J. Tucker and maybe like Bones or Mason or Amir. Maybe not Amir because he's in the rotation right now. And get a $20 million player without moving a rotation player. And they also have one more first-round pick to explore to trade if they want to at the deadline. So Clippers have some some kind of options, you know, uh, at this trade deadline. Lawrence Frank, this is a direct quote. He said, we wanted Kawhi to be a Clipper for a very long time, and Kawhi wants to be a Clipper for a very long time. So gone are the days where players and stars don't want to be Clippers. I will say my only reservation is this. Cool, but I don't get why everyone's going so nuts. To me, it's like, okay, this is cool. It's not too good, not too bad. I want to see results. I want to see results in the postseason. Just committing money to a guy that hasn't shown that he can fully stay healthy for our team. It's not his fault, obviously, but it matters. It's, it is some reason for concern, no matter how great he is. As I've said many times, and I'm going to continue to say it because I don't mince words, the Kawhi Leonard experience as a Clipper fan, in my opinion, has not been fun. It is not because of health, not because I don't like watching him play. I love watching him play, but it has not been fun. Last year was not fun. 2022 was fun, not for reasons revolving around Kawhi. It was because we had an underdog team. 2021, regular season wasn't very fun. Playoffs were the best, some of the best times of my life. Bubble, let's not even get started with that. 2020, it was fun because, because of Kawhi and having him, but the majority of what I just said, it wasn't fun. I want to have fun and winning's fun. And right now that's what we're doing. So I'm having fun now. I just want to keep the good times rolling and we need some good luck. And I'll give the Clippers credit. They have shown the faith in Kawhi. And coming up, going to be looking ahead at Friday's game against Memphis. Is a new streak on the horizon for the Clips. They beat Toronto. They beat Phoenix. Let's make it three in a row. Going to be talking about that coming up. I got to tell you a little something about prize picks. Prize Picks is the best daily fantasy sports platform in North America, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports, and here's how it works. All you got to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections, and then you let the winnings roll in. With basketball season and football season happening simultaneously, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, you can take Kawhi Leonard more points, and then you can take Puka Nakua on touchdowns. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. 
So for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an insurance policy. All you got to do is go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA and use code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA and use code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right. So the Clippers take on the Memphis Grizzlies on Friday night. The Memphis Grizzlies standing at 14 and 23. The Clippers are 24 and 13. And let me tell you this. If this isn't a 15 plus point victory, I'll be very disappointed. The Clippers have the opportunity to win. Let's see. Eight of their last nine with this one. And, of course, 22 of their last 28 since they made the move of putting Russell Westbrook on the bench. Listen to the laundry list of injuries. Actually, better yet, I'll tell you who's playing for for Memphis, and that'll be easier. Desmond Bain, Luke the Nuke Kennard, Vince Williams Jr., Jaron Jackson Jr., Xavier Tillman, Jacob Gilliard, John Conchar, Zaire Williams, and David Roddy. No John Morant, who has torn a labrum in his shoulder, so he is not going to be playing for the rest of the season, which is very unfortunate. No John Morant. They were already without Steven Adams. They were already without Brandon Clark. They will also be without Santi Aldama. I can't even think of any. Oh, they will also be without Marcus Smart. So this has to be a beatdown, respectfully. It has to be a beatdown. So let's get it done. Let's absolutely get it done. Local tip-off begins at 5 o'clock. Obviously, when I say local, I mean our local time, Pacific time, prime time, the only time that matters. And the Clippers hopefully will get this job done. I think they will. There's not even much to say. I don't want to go into matchups and stuff like that because what's the point? We're playing the Memphis Grizzlies without everyone. So just make sure Desmond Bain doesn't go off. I think that would be the best bet. And hopefully we get another big game from Terrence Mann shooting the ball. He was 5-for-5 in his last game. James Harden, I think he's due for a good shooting game because he just had a a poor one. Actually, no, he didn't. He wasn't that bad. But 5-for-12 from the field and 2-for-7 from 3, I think he'll have a good one. And it would be nice to have a great Russell Westbrook game after a tough one on Wednesday. So let's continue. Let the good times roll. Let me know what you think of the Kawhi extension. I know I may have said some things you don't like. I don't care. I say how I feel. And that's how I feel. But it is what it is, right? Hopefully, it pays off with the good health. I'm going to continue to knock on wood. If we have Kawhi Leonard healthy, the rewards will be reaped. All right? So, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dime Dropper Pod. Subscribe to my own YouTube channel, Dime Dropper, for even more L.A. Clipper and L.A. sports content. And Locked On Clippers is free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. I want you to let me know what you think of it. The age-old proverb continues, go Clippers.